Don't call it a comeback. We've been here for years. No, literally, it's been over a year since I've done one of these. But the family room, it was under some serious renovation. I'm talking Chip and Joanna Gaines style renovation. We had to tear it down. We had to do some demo day, rebuild it, and now we're back and better than ever. And I'm rambling a little bit. The style is going to stay almost exactly the same. But uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a long hiatus, took a little sabbatical, and uh, now I'm back. Excited to get it rolling. Once again, thanks to some brothers and sisters in the church family. Thank you for your encouragement. Excited to get it rolling. I will say, if this is your first time listening to a family room podcast and you're wondering what in the world is going on and why am I rambling, I will direct you to the introduction of this podcast, which you will find if you just scroll down in the podcast feed. And there's about five or six minutes there where I unpack really the vision of what we're looking to do here uh, with the podcast and how we, we could see it play a small part in uh, the unity of our church family. So I direct you there if you want a little more background information, uh, but if you want to jump right in to this episode with Jonathan Welch, I will not hold you back. Here he is, Jonathan Welch, husband to Brittany, has a son, Jojo, not his official name, which we'll discuss, and also another little baby on the way, possibly a Christmas baby, a Christmas miracle. We'll see. So, here he is, Jonathan Welch, right now. All right, Jonathan Welch, he's in the family room. We're back. He's one of the biggest supporters of the Family Room Podcast, emotionally, financially. Look, how, how fitting is this that you're, you're the first guest in a long time? I'm pumped to be on here. I've been looking forward to getting this going again, so I'm excited. Very excited. Last time we talked, I don't even I don't even think you had a baby. So now you're staring down two babies. Tell me just all of your emotions. You're staring down man-to-man defense. Dude, it's about to get nuts up in here. Uh, very excited. Um, it'll be it'll be fun. I I can't believe uh, Brittany and I were just talking about. Um, we have our appointments that we've been doing like monthly and we're about to start doing them every two weeks because the baby we're getting that close. It's like, Oh my gosh, what in the world? So do we're you, uh, excited. Do you feel like you do a little more? Have you done more or less prep for the second baby? As far as oh, like, yeah. do we have a crib? Do we, you know, do we have everything in place? Um, definitely less this time <laughs> than last. <laughs> it's like, it's weird because it's like we have this we have stuff that we already need but as far as it being set up and like thinking through like a totally different room for the new baby is uh yeah that has not has not happened but yeah i resonate with that we've done the same (laughs) thing i'm like i mean you can't this is obviously audio but i'm sitting in this room that's supposed to be another baby's room but it is kind of the spot where just everything that doesn't have a home it's in here and, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. But well, we, and y'all uh, just moved too. I was gonna say, yeah, because we just moved into our new house. It's very much the the new bedroom is definitely. Uh, it's got all of our. So yeah, who's who's like the get it done? Like, hey, we really need to get the room set up. 
Is it you or Brittany? Definitely Brittany. Yeah. She drives the show. Hey, I need you to do this and this and this. She's got the running to-do list in her head that keeps us moving. So, but I I like to think that I can get on there and help her knock it out. Yeah. But I get her to sit down and make the list. Well, she likes to do she likes to do hard things. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> tell, That's exactly right. tell tell the people that story. Give them the the brief story. She wants to do hard things. Oh, I don't I don't even know if I remember. Uh, the context of, of what she oh, was in regards to, I can't even remember, Andrew. You know, I can't remember either. All I know is, is basically Brittany telling you, John, I just want to do hard things. I want to do hard things in life. I think it was, think it was in regards to like, she has always had the dream of running a marathon and she's run yeah. half marathons and she's run several of them, but she really wants to run a marathon because, and I think that's what it was. She wants to, she thinks it's fun to do hard things. And I'm like. Mm. I wish. <laughs> I wish. You go, Brittany. You do it. Uh, Good for her. Order all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Be at the finish line. <laughs> Holding a donut. Are right, your That's baby? Right. Your your baby's name is JoJo. Brittany came That's up right. with this. Why does she do this? Why does she call him JoJo? <laughs> uh, I thought we we kind of just came up with it somewhat together. Um, we thought it was, you know, when we decided on Joseph and then the, tr- the family tradition and on my side of the family, at least is that the firstborn son always has the dad's name as the middle name. And so that's why it was, jo- it was Joseph Jonathan. And so, and then Jojo just kind of stuck. And so it's, it's kind of stayed. I was being I, facetious. I, I don't think she, did she didn't come up with Jojo. Come on now. Uh, I don't know if she did or not. <laughs> it's all you. Who knows? It probably was me. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> we definitely love all the nicknames for sure. Yeah. So, uh, how long have y'all been married now? We, it will be three years in March, so like two and a half years. So, um, yeah, it's crazy, crazy to think about. Actually, we just, October 6th, so just a few days ago, was our... Three years ago, on October 6th, is when I proposed to Brittany. Oh, wow. Kind of crazy. That is crazy. But how long did you know her before? I guess, when did y'all meet? Do you remember? (laughs) Yeah. um, She was actually in high school, and I was in, uh, I guess, middle school, whenever we first (laughs) Believe it or not. Don't worry. The story's okay. Keep (laughs) keep it going. That's right. So, yeah, we met. Um, she was really good friends with, um, my older sister. We did competed in speech and debate together. And so my older sister and Brittany went to competed together and then ended up going to college, um, together the same school. And then once graduated, continued living together. And so, um, Brittany and, uh, and Rachel and several of their friends from college moved down to South Louisiana. Um, and, uh, actually lived with our family for a while. And so that's kind of how I got to know her is we did a lot of ministry together and, and things like that. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I know I knew her for a really long time before we actually started dating. So wh- probably what, two, but two, <laughs> but what, what broke the dam? I mean, what, what changed from this, this, you know, this is like my, uh, my, my brother, to, uh, right. You know, let's go on a date. 
Right, yeah. It was, uh, I think it was a few different things, you know, when she first moved down, um, she graduated college, and then I graduated from high school in the same year, and so I think at that time, it felt like a bigger gap in uh, age difference between the two of us, but once we got, once I graduated from college and had been working, you know, a normal, like, nine-to-five type job, and we were on a similar schedule, it kind of, that, that kind of helped things, and then she, uh, yeah, she ended up actually dating another guy, and that was kind of from like, okay, whoa. And so, yeah, once she, once that relationship ended, I was like, um, I'm getting in on this. I need to swoop in there. That's right. That's exactly what I did. So, wow. It's, uh, it's been the best ever since. So, I'm guessing the other guy's name wasn't JoJo, but it is not JoJo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. Oh, okay. Uh, let's do a little, let's do a little, uh, I almost said church talk. Church is a family. All right. Bad Uh segue. Here we go. You're spearheading the worship team for us, which is awesome. Um, you know, I think God has obviously gifted you wonderfully to do it. I'm just kind of curious. Why did you want to serve our church family in that way? You know, um, that's a good question. I, I really, I really enjoy just being involved with um, with worship in general. God kind of gave me the opportunity to help with worship a lot whenever I was in uh, college. And um, so I kind of started leading a lot of worship then. And so then when I came to Christ Covenant, it was Blake Price was kind of coordinating all of the worship at the time. And so I quickly got plugged in there and I've been there since. But I, I think the worship time is a big part of our Sunday morning um, service. I think Christ Covenant has helped expand my, even my vision and my desire for what that should look like and what that could look like. Um, it's been, it's been really, really good. So I, I enjoy the aspect too of now that I've taken over and help, helping kind of coordinate that we've been doing some different things and trying to kind of unite us as a team and kind of trying to cast some vision and, and things. It's been, uh, it's been really good. So, yeah, I'm thinking, you know, how do you and the church at large, of course, like go about choosing the songs that we sing on Sunday morning? Cause I know obviously it's, it's, it's an intentional process. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things. I mean, um, I think just in general, I love and have a passion for worship music. And so I listen to, a lot of different music and such, but I kind of keep a running list on my phone as far as different songs is that we, um, that I want to try to be teaching our congregation. And then, yeah, so I communicate with Radley on a pretty regular basis as far as, um, you know, here's different songs or things that I've been thinking through. There's certainly like go to, um, I say go to like certain groups that I feel like put out more, you know, scripturally based songs, uh, songs that are more focused on God as opposed to on ourselves. And so um, as I'm listening through those songs, I'll uh, kind of add them to the list and be like, you know, this is a good corporate worship song. Um, that would be a good fit for us. So I have that, I have that list on my phone that, yeah, that's. Yeah. I've always, so. I always it caught my ear. Like long ago, I heard Blake talking about that. Like we want songs that people can sing obviously together and be unified behind, but also sing loudly that I'm not a musical person. So 
I mean, I love music and I like listen to it. Um, but I, I cannot hold a note, of course. So like just songs <laughs> that are accessible that I, I can sing loudly and we can all get behind. Um, yeah, I just, that always stuck out to me. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's been a big factor for me. That's been helpful is just thinking through the transition of saying like taking it from like recognizing what the priority is and it's the congregational singing you know what are we doing to try to facilitate that and trying to encourage um you know songs that the congregation not just like catchy melodies and things like that but songs that will really you know remind people about god's character or talk about the gospel or whatever those things are like you want to I definitely try to think through some of those things for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's a great summary of it. I mean, I, I read something long ago that this one guy was like, I, I would love a, for us to sing songs, you know, with our congregation that I could sing basically in my deathbed, you know, like, with, like my family's around me and I'm, I'm singing these, these, you know, just these songs with, with no instruments, you know, and obviously there's different styles and, but I appreciated the, the heart of that is so good. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's really what what we want it to be about, and um, I, I'm thankful that that's important to Bradley and the elders, and something that we try to really carry through to everyone on the team. So it's uh, it's good. Bradley has Bradley has a goal for us of he like he would like for our congregation to have about a hundred to 120 songs hmm. that um, our congregation can know and are familiar with and that we sing throughout the year and so that's kind of what we what we work towards well you know it is amazing like um we often talk about we want to hear god's word preached you know on sunday mornings and we want to pray god's word and we want to sing god's word and you know one of the things i do what davis try to do every night is when i'm putting him down part of the routine is you know singing him one or two songs and oftentimes I just try to think back to what we sang Sunday morning, but it's just funny. You know, I don't remember every lyric, of course, but just over the years, you know, just continually singing God's word, how much I just remember those things, you know, just, Absolutely. and I just, you know, pray obviously God would, would use that as we're, you know, we're not singing together yet, but Lord willing, one day we will be, you know, Davis and I, that's my Absolutely. son. I don't think I've introduced him on the podcast yet, but anyway, <laughs> it's just, it's, encouraging how much it sticks with you you know absolutely absolutely we it's it's so good it's so sweet i feel like there's definitely specific songs that i feel like the lord has used to remind me about remind me specific truths or to challenge me or to encourage me in specific times or in specific struggles i mean i I really do feel like god uses those things you know Hmm. because it's lord willing the songs are pointing us back to the scripture and and those things. So it's definitely good. Yeah. Well, on totally. that, on that note, I, I just got to say, I feel like we have a pretty stacked deck when it comes to the pianist in the church, you know, it's like, oh the can't make it. We're just going to slide Brittany right in there. <laughs> are, are y'all the music? Are y'all the musical power couple? Um, I guess you could maybe say that we have, uh, we have spent a lot of time playing a lot of music together. Um, I, I mentioned that we, when she moved back to Covington and I was leading worship at a church in Covington, um, she actually played piano and sang with me. So we have sung many, many worship songs for about 10 years. We led worship together. 
so uh it's uh it's pretty fun so do y'all play music at home we do yeah we do enjoy um enjoy playing music together we with us just moving into our new house um we've got a room that's way more conducive for the piano she has a a baby grand piano um in our house and so it's beautiful but it was in like a small bedroom at our old house and now we actually have one more space to be able to do that so we were actually playing on it this morning um we have worked together we did it for jojo and we're just now getting started for it for this uh for this next baby but we wrote a lullaby for jojo and uh so she kind of puts together a melody and then we work together on the lyrics so that is uh wow we sing it to Jojo every night. What? And now working on the next babies. So personalized songs. Wow. It's, it's been pretty sweet, man. That it was awesome. it was a really fun experience for her and I to go through and think through that and pray through that together. And unfortunately, we're a little late getting started for this next baby, but we started today. Actually, we were literally <laughs> working on that this morning. It's another part so. of the preparation. That's exactly right. Look, it's when really you want when you want to write a personalized song for this podcast, you. You go ahead. Come so. on, bro. I'll have to, I'll have to talk to Brittany. Yeah. We might be able to do that. <laughs> uh, music is obviously dear to your heart. I mean, you've just been mentioning it multiple times, but you know, I just imagine that's one of those things over the years that has really like stirred your affections for the Lord. Oh, absolutely, man. It's, it's definitely been like, there's definitely specific songs. Like I mentioned earlier that can, remind me to specific times that were where God used those things to just remind me of truth, you know, or point me back to him or, um, you know, it's just been, it's been great. It's been great. All those songs will tie me to lots of different things, you know, whatever it might be. So it's been good. I want to talk just a few minutes about your job. Uh, okay. Give us a basic job description so people understand. Yeah. So I am a uh, I kind of have a unique job. Most people, when I tell them what I do, they're like, "Wait, you actually do that? Like, people actually do that full time?" That's I'm what like, I'm saying. Yeah, I that's do. why I wanted you to explain it. I mean, it's yeah, like, so, all right, good. <laughs> so I work in the um, I'm I do fundraising in the schools. So I uh, go in and I work with individual groups like high school bands, uh, choirs, orchestras, um, athletic teams. I work with a lot of volleyball teams, uh, basketball teams, um, ROTC programs, FFA or ag programs, like all kinds of different groups and entire schools. I help them raise money for things not in the budget. So, um, yeah, I'll go in and work with, you know, elementary kids. Like I'll go and kick off a – group full of elementary kids like a gym of like six seven hundred kids and i'm talking to them which is really fun but then i also get to go and work with like a 30 girl volleyball team and we'll um we'll have a chance to work with them so i love it i get a chance to help this coaches or the sponsors like accomplish the things that they want to accomplish and like help partner with them in that but then i love the aspect of working with the kids too man it's just it's fun you're a hype man you get to put on your hype man hat. That's exactly right. It's a it's a pretty. You do have to be pretty upbeat and excited. So, it, uh, uh, I'm sure you struggle with that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy. Like there's some days that I'll do it. I'll do the same presentation, 
you know, four or five, six times. And by the end of it, I'm like, oh, I'm exhausted. You're, li- you're like a Broadway act. You know, they have to do oh. it like they have, they have to deliver. Like this is the first time that you've ever seen this, you know, like, oh, gosh, I mean, that's you... right. But it's fun. So if anybody's kids have ever done like world's finest chocolate sales, cookie dough sales, gift wrap sales, I'm that guy. I'm the one that gives their kids all the little prizes and trinkets and they come home and say, mom, dad, we have to sell this. <laughs> so that, that's kind of what I do. Oh man, that is amazing. What's your, what's it's, your like initial line when you walk in? What's your, what's your hook? You're like, are you, do you, do you want to sell some cookie dough? That's a bad line. I wouldn't be good at this. No, it depends on who I'm, who I'm meeting with. Like if it's a new, new sponsor, or if yeah. it's a referral, like a coach that, you know, I was able to link up with and, and get contact with, but I usually start off talking with them about, you know, I tell them my fundraisers. Yeah. I have different things that I'll talk with them about. So. That's amazing. Um, it's good. Yeah, and you like, I mean, it's kind of like your own business, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I work for myself. So I started doing fundraising. I started my sixth year this year. And so I worked for a company for a number of years. And now I'm uh, um, transitioned away from there and I'm just working for myself now. So it's a, it's a gift in that way. I mean, I set my own schedule and make my own hours and kind of go about it, go about it that way. So it's been, uh, it's been really, really helpful. Gives me a lot of flexibility to be available for my family, but also obviously provide a, an income and a means for our family. So it's the best. I really do love it. I'm so thankful for my job. Well, and you'll have, you'll have cookie dough for future kid parties and, Oh, you know it. If anybody in the church ever needs cookie dough, let me know. I can hook you up. <laughs> I have about probably 40 tubs in my freezer outside right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's amazing. That's right. Yeah. Look, I don't want to demean the world's finest chocolate. You know, I, I, you have the company line, so I won't put you on the spot. But I remember uh-huh. growing up and seeing that and being like, man, I need to try that. Like, that is the world's finest chocolate right there. And the, it's great marketing, you know, but... It's true. My mom believe wasn't it or not, about World's it. Chocolate, World's finest chocolate is actually one of my biggest competitors. What? That I, it is. Oh, so you just I, said uh, that as an example? Oh no. Yeah, I was just using it as an example. Like I have other chocolate lines that I can use, but it's that it's all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's a so. compet. Oh, okay. Well, talk it down. It's it's not the world's finest chocolate. <laughs> it's not the world's finest yeah. chocolate. Okay. The bars get smaller and smaller every year. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, that's amazing. All right, speed round. Uh, do you like okay. to dance? Uh, that's absolutely. a joke. That's just a joke. <laughs> I have won the Pelicans dance cam six times. I'm very proud of it. That's unbelievable. <laughs> they, you know, I won't get into it, but I do that kind of like behind the scenes stuff with uh, with LSU, working oh, yeah. live events, sports, whatever. And anyway. They must be like, if there's nobody in the stands, like you got to, you know, you're, you're, well, A, you have to give the prize away. And B, uh-huh. there's only so many people that like are really like, you know, wanting to dance and like go all out. So they Absolutely. definitely know you. And they're like, they're like, we can't go back to this guy right now because we just gave it to him like three games ago. But if there's nobody out there, like, all right, I guess we'll go back to this guy. There you go. He's, he's giving it his all. At least we know we can get some hype out of that. 
<laughs> it's been fun. Uh, what is your favorite meal to cook or eat at home? Oh, man. I say eat at home because maybe Brittany makes it. That's right. Hmm. One one thing that I love that we've been eating a lot lately is this. Uh, it's an Asian dish. It's like a beef and broccoli. So it's got steak and then the broccoli with it. And that is one thing that Brittany has been making that has been very yummy. So as of late, that's been one that we've been cooking a lot of. All right. I like it. Uh, what do you hope to do with your kids one day? I don't know why I phrase it like that. Basically, like, what hobbies do you want to do with your kids? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. What like, do you hope to do with your kids one day? That's kind of a leading <laughs> question. No, it's great. Uh, I, well, if I kind of viewed it as different. Like, I would love to. We, I had a chance to do a good bit of traveling with my family. So I hope to be able to do some traveling with my, with my kiddos and take them to see. That's one thing that Brittany always talks about is, like, how excited she is to show our kids like god's world god's creation and so we hope to be able to do some things like that to go and travel so um certainly i would say certainly that and then as far as other things hobbies hmm, i'd have to think through that i mean obviously i would love for my kids to be musical um because Brittany and i both are so if we could do some things with that i, I think that would be really fun I think they got a good chance, you know. I mean, the, I the Lord, so. the Lord is the decider here, but yeah. that's true. <laughs> I will say, JoJo is obsessed with all things music, man. It's his yeah. favorite thing right now. He loves it. He gets his whole dance going. It's kind of crazy. So, who is a brother in our church family that you didn't know before you came to Christ Covenant, but it has been a, a you know a good encouragement to you? Hmm. That I didn't know. Um, I'd probably say we've had, uh, we just moved, but before we were living as backdoor neighbors to Tyler and Carly Woodard. And so I'd probably say Tyler Woodard would be, um, a guy that God's just used in my life to sharpen me and to challenge me in so many ways. Being backdoor neighbors, it gave us a chance to do a lot more, uh, just day in and day out life, you know? to do the mundane and so um man he's we're very very different people but i feel like god uses those differences to encourage us so yeah amen uh did you ever want to write an album or start a band oh man no i that, i don't know that i would be ooh. I don't think that's not no that's not has has not really been something that I've wanted to do. My brother and sister started a band so I was like their and their whatever fan club or whatever but I never really had the desire to to do that. I would love to develop that more. That? I think I and working on the lullaby with Joseph yeah. or Brittany for Joseph that was a fun thing to do. That was a big thing when we were growing up. I don't know if if like the kids now uh if yeah. they if they want to like start a band but I wanted to be in a band and I was garbage. I mean, I could play the guitar, but I had no hope, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, like you gotta be in a band. Like that's, that'd be the cool thing to do. I guess now they want to be like, they want to be like TikTok star or something. <laughs> that's true. TikTok is definitely the new thing for sure. Uh, so. A few more. All right. When, 
Oh yeah. When did you decide to leave Southeastern behind and become a full blown LSU fan? Oh man. I don't know that that has fully happened. <laughs> it's in the process uh, of happening. It's in the process of happening. I will say like, yeah, I just, we did not grow up being LSU fans. Um, we, my parents all went to Louisiana tech and all of my family did. And so, we were if we were a college fan, we were tech fans, and then I went to Southeastern, obviously, and loved loved my time at Southeastern. So, but I have grown to love LSU more. Very contrary to my grandmother's uh, approving, she is not a fan of that at all. But you know, that's all right. So, well, I don't, it, I don't it, it's hard to be a fan right now. So <laughs> this this year is a little bit of a lost cause. But we'll get back to it. It's true. It's true. Two more. Okay. What is a situation when Brittany is louder than you? Is it a uh, Pelicans game? Either a Pelicans game or a Saints football. That girl is probably one of the biggest Saints fans that I know. Jeez. She is obsessed with them. She can tell you all kind of stuff about them. She loves them, loves them, loves them. Wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> I I asked Lauren that question. and uh, Oh, really? Well, she thought it was funny. Not about when she's louder than me. Okay. I messed that up. But yeah, she yeah, enjoyed it. Like, what, when would Brittany be louder than Jonathan? That's just like a. It doesn't, yeah, that's, it doesn't go together. That's true. That very rarely does it happen, for sure. All right. We'll get you out on this one. Favorite part of the renovated sanctuary? Oh. That's a great question. Um. Obviously, I love the acoustics, but I feel like we had decent acoustics before. But like when we do like the cut out the music and no piano, no guitar, and everyone's just singing. Yeah. Like it just it just encourages my faith to hear everybody singing. And so I would probably say the acoustics. Also, we got the new piano and Vasil has uh, made it sound absolutely gorgeous. So yeah. I'll probably say probably say that the acoustics for sure. That's a unique. You 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 provide a unique perspective, being one of the one of the the few musical people. I don't know. We probably have a lot of musical people, but yeah. No, I it's 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 awesome. Our congregation sings super super loud, so that's a gift. It's really cool. Love it. So, I know it probably makes things a little bit more complicated for you sound people with the of that sanctuary, but when it's just the congregation singing, everybody sounds great in my opinion like we're just trying to fade into the background you know you just there wait, you go you just want to be forgotten it's a good place that's to right. be that's right well i appreciate the time thanks for hopping into the family room thanks for getting it back started again and being a good encouragement i appreciate I'm, I'm it for, for sure appreciate you to uh a chance to be be on here i'm thankful that you're uh willing to do this for sure it's a gift man really well, good well good well, thank you. Good times. All right. All right. Absolutely. Go go eat some world's finest chocolate. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll eat some cookie dough. How about that? That'll work. <laughs> All right. See you. All right. Later, bro. All right. Thanks again to Jonathan for joining the family room. And thanks to you for listening. Once again, a lot of these podcasts are not very time sensitive. I mean, it has been a year, so that that's a long time. But you older folks know... A year a year isn't that long. So 
you can go back and listen to old episodes and I would bet 95% of the content is still just as relevant. So go back, listen to those, use them as a way to pray for your brothers and sisters, or uh, as Bradley would say, open your arms a little bit wider and reach out. Um, go get some coffee with a, with a friend. Use this as an icebreaker. If you've known them for 10 years and you've seen them across the church, but you've never really spoken, hey, use this as a as a way to uh, break open the conversation and befriend your, your brother and sister in the Lord. So thank you again for listening, and we will be back soon in the Family Room Podcast. Lights are dimming, and now they're going out. See you.